Good morning. It is August 21st, 2023. It's actually the afternoon. It's 144 here in Edwardsville, Illinois. You're listening to The Daily Ping. Hey, so good afternoon. Uh, I apologize for being away for about two weeks. I went to the DEF CON. Uh, yeah, the DEF CON. I went to DEF CON, went to Vo- uh, Vegas um, for the social engineering, and then I ended up getting COVID on the way back home, either there at the convention or, or at home. Um, either way, I got sick about two days after, and I've still been dealing with it. I don't feel all that great. I can still feel it in my throat, <clears throat> my eyes, but I wanted to do a quick show because we need the content, <laughs> content on the website. All right. Um, we got second at the social engineering vision competition uh, for DEFCON 31, which is great. And here is the award. Very proud of myself. And then this is uh, for the people listening to the podcast. It's just a glass. Well, not just a glass, but it is a glass trophy that says social engineering community, second place vision competition, DEFCON 31, 2023. Uh, I got second by one point. Uh, from third, and then I missed first place by, it was like 150 or 160, by pretty wide margin. Um, and then this is the trophy, the Dundee that I got for uh, death by hold music, meaning that I was on hold longer than anyone else in the competition. So I am proud of myself, and it's been a long time since I said I was proud of myself. So sweet, like I'm excited about it. All right, let's get into it. Cybersecurity, CASB versus SASC. Publication by Security Affairs, article author Pierre Luigi Pagianini. In the digital age, with business heavily rarely relying on cloud services and remote access, cybersecurity is of utmost importance. Two significant concepts, Cloud Access Security Broker, CASB, and Secure Access Service Edge, SASE, have emerged as vital components of modern cybersecurity. CASB focuses on securing data and applications hosted in the cloud, ensuring compliance and mitigating cloud-specific threats. It attacks... It acts as a bridge between an organization's on-premise infrastructure and the cloud service it employs. On the other hand, SASE is an architectural framework that merges networking capabilities with security functions, all delivered as a cloud-based service. Uh, It addresses the broader challenges of networking and remote access security. The article suggests that rather than viewing CASB and SASE, as competing solutions, organizations should use them, use them in tandem for comprehensive defense against various threats. Uh, the non-technical summary is that there are two important cybersecurity concepts that we just discussed, CASB and SASE, and that rather than choosing between one or the other, a more comprehensive cybersecurity approach would be using them both. How it affects you for SMBs, understanding the nuance of both can be crucial in shaping your cybersecurity strategy. And if your business relies on cloud services, implementing CASB can help ensure that your data remains protected within the cloud environment. Meanwhile, adopting SASE can enhance remote access security and protect your network's edge, which is increasingly vulnerable due to modern work environments. By leveraging both, you can build a robust security posture, ensuring that you're enhancing everyone's protection. This is important because I was just talking to my wife about this, that everybody's vulnerable. It's just a matter until somebody 
finds your vulnerability and is and is able to attack it or manip- manipulate it. It was Tesla that was just hacked. I think they lost seventy. It was either seven hundred fifty thousand or seventy five thousand um, credentials and, and and information. But it was from a threat within. It was from an employee, two employees actually. So even the most vulnerable or even the most technical, technologically advanced companies in the world are still vulnerable to attacks. If you're not protecting yourself, you're just relying on being a part of the crowd. And it's just a part of time or it's just a matter of time until they, they, they figure out who you are, where you're at and how to exploit it. What would it be without a AI article? AI hallucinations show that humans using LLMs have an important role to play. And this is what the experts say. International Business Times by Marvi Basselin. The article delves into the phenomenon of AI hallucinations. This is when AI, the LLM or the uh, AI agent or chatbot uh, gives you information that isn't pertinent. Uh, these inaccuracies have raised concerns about the reliability of such AI systems. A notable instance highlighted was when a U.S. lawyer used ChatGPT a couple months ago to prepare for a court filing, and the ChatGPT bot produced fabricated cases and rulings. Uh, the article emphasizes that while AI systems can generate realistic-looking outputs, they do not verify the accuracy of their responses. Experts suggest that the term hallucination might be misleading and prefer terms like inaccuracies. Totally. Uh, the article also touches upon the concept of automation bias where people trusted automated systems over their own judgment. OpenAI has produced a new approach to LLM training called process supervision to mitigate the issue. Process supervision is just a human being checking over the process. Um, Yeah, I've been saying this from day one, uh, and I hope that the mass public would adopt this, that AI is not a solution. AI is just a help. Uh, It is going to increasingly uh, automate our non-important tasks. And if it's an important task, you have to be the filter between AI and the real world. I hope I learned this at a very early, early time whenever I was just watching the AI output and I realized what it was, but what it is is still important. It's just inaccurate sometimes. And it's our responsibility as the human and the user to vet the information that's going to be produced or published whenever it passes through uh, the user. Uh, the non-technical summary, the article discusses how some AI systems like chatbot, chatbots can sometimes produce false or made-up information, which has been termed as hallucinations. This has raised questions about the reliability um, of these AI tools. For example, the AI lawyer uh, gave false information because he didn't vet the information. Experts do believe that while these AI systems can give answers that look real, they don't always check if the answers are correct. They also warn that people must trust, might not trust the AI system as much as they should. But on the flip side, there are people that trust it a little bit too much. Uh, so whenever you're dealing with the AI content, again, make sure you're the filter between it. How it affects you, the SMBs, understanding the limitations and potential inaccuracies of AI systems like LLMs is crucial. If your business relies on 
relies on AI tools for tasks like data analysis, customer service, or content generation, it's essential to be aware of the possibilities of inaccuracies or hallucinations. This article underscores the importance of human verification and oversight when using AI outputs. It's a reminder that while AI can be a powerful tool, it's not infallible. Businesses should ensure the critical decision are not solely based on AI outputs, but are human verified. Uh, additionally, stay in update with the latest advancements and, and AI training and trends and methodologies are, is pretty much going to mitigate your possibility of potentially publish, publishing inaccuracies. But it can still get by anybody. It's just important uh, as a human user to vet your information. That's it for today. Um, hopefully we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see how we feel. This is like day seven of being sick. So, yeah, either way, appreciate you guys. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. See ya. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. What? <laughs> All right, see ya.